0: yo what's going on everyone it's brian and jim here we're drinking beer and play a game and welcome to another episode of the power hour
1: my, my microphone's falling
0: <laughs> jim learn you
1: gotta know how to use
0: a boom at this point
1: you would think that you think a lot of things <laughs> yes hello everybody welcome to episode 169 hopefully that is not a distorted jarbled mess but yes we are here thank you for joining us once again mm. Brian, we have a theme for the beer tonight the theme of tonight's beer is, Brian helps me finish off my cooler for my black party.
0: I had a feeling there was something odd about this choice. So, for those of you who have watched or listened, generally, Jim and I will take turns. Like, you get a four-pack, six-pack, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, it's always interesting. Jim comes today and says... We can start with this, a single bottle of beer, and split it, a 12-ounce. Not even like we've split big bottles before. I brought more. And he goes, this is the fancier stuff. (laughs) And by fancy, he means the Kona Brewing's Hanalei Island IPA. That was the fanciest thing in the cooler. Now, for Jim to use the term fancy for this, knowing what we've drank, I'm worried about what's in this cooler. I mean, I'm going to make some bold guesses here. I'm going to say for sure there's some Coors Light. To be determined. I'm going to say there's probably Keystone. Incorrect. I only brought five beers, so. Okay. So then it's mostly going to be Coors Light and probably like maybe someone got fancy and was like, ooh, a Sam Adams summer pack. Close. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, we are starting off with this. Now, did you have this? no i did not okay <laughs> so actually that whole day was a lot of a blur so but i don't think i had it so kona always makes pretty solid beers uh their most famous was the big blonde it's, cr- oh, it's not called Crush. We, we
1: did a lot of kona in the early days yeah
0: i feel like it's called the big wave it's the blue label. the big wave yeah yeah um it's their Blondale. this one is actually i just took a sip while jim was talking brewed with passion fruit orange guava and natural flavor, 4.5%, which I gotta say, for an IPA, that's a really low percentage point. I don't think I can think of a lot of IPAs that are that low. Wow, ah, it's a lot of citrus. There's a lot of citrus, almost no bitterness, because it's also only 4.5%. But it's
1: like that, it's not beer bitterness, it's all like citrus bitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I it is know. interesting. I like that this is our fancy beer, though. <laughs> You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, So, Chambers, so that's what we're starting with. You know what? Might as well pull out the next one. What's the next one going to be? It's
1: going to be be a flat tire. Okay. Flat tire.
0: All right. That's pretty interesting.
1: And then course.
0: And then God
1: damn it, Jim. Right. I could have brought the one PBR that was left in there, too, to spice things up. You
0: know, I actually haven't had a PBR in so long. I don't even kind of remember it. Other than that weird phase of, why did that ever become the hipster beer?
1: cheap it's just it's just always cheap i guess but
0: i feel like there's so many other cheap beers that are better
1: i much prefer like the kensingers and the narragansetts to pbr
0: yeah that's why but like yeah it got like that was the thing that like was the hipster beer
1: yeah even outside of that that was a hipster beer because it was like oh this is a shitty beer i'm gonna drink it ironically it was ironic. Yeah. everyone started to like you know they drank it so much that it became their shit beer of choice so
0: it's like that and mustaches they're never good no they're not no but uh, this one's okay. If you're not a, I'll tell you what. If you're not a big IPA fan, could be an interesting choice to get you. If you, in you there. really like
1: grapefruit, I get I get strong grapefruit vibes off of it.
0: Yeah, no, the grapefruit is the dominant flavor. Yeah, it's not bad.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a go to,
0: but it was there. So, Jambers, speaking of this weekend, uh, how'd you feel after a block party? <laughs> So, I'm, uh, I'm
1: 36 years old now, Brian. So, once you hit 35, things start to fall apart for the dumbest reasons. So, I'm helping set up for this fucking block party. And, you know, I set up some tables and some tents and shit like that. And going fine. And I go to pet my dog and I pull my back. And I spend the rest of the time walking around like Mr. Goddamn Burns. Dude. I've been doing it for three days now.
0: I, I mean, I, I, wish, I wish I had enough room right here to have Jim demonstrate. I mean, back arched. Like, literally, just... He's already got a walk that's unique to him. I'll put... That's a nice way of putting it. I'm already a fighting
1: an uphill battle. <laughs> I'm one of those uh, bow footed people who... Not bow-legged, but, like, my feet go out like a penguin.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you walk like the penguin. Kinda. And we're not talking Colin Farrell walk. We're talking... Yes, Andy yes, <laughs> I'm very
1: aware of which penguin. <laughs> but not, you know, not Burgess Meredith, either.
0: By the way, your sister-in-law pointed out something very, very
1: interesting. What did my lovely sister-in-law point out, Brian? <laughs>
0: That you also tend to not only walk like that, but you kind of keep your hands behind you. Someone
1: else fucking said that. I do not normally do that. That was because I was in pain.
0: It was involuntary. Hey, I I haven't noticed it, but now I'm gonna keep an eye out for. She was it was not the only
1: one to bring that up during the party either.
0: So yeah, Jim was was uh, hurting. I mean, how was playing drums with your back
1: hurt? Yeah, yeah. We had a my band had a like a little set lined up for it and. Like, the set itself went okay, as good as it can, and, like, playing in the driveway. But, yeah, as I was playing, I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, carrying my equipment up the stairs, I was like, oh, this sucks. Setting up, (laughs) oh, this sucks. Taking down. (laughs) Luckily, like, I had a small window where I was, like, drunk enough and motivated enough that I could get my shit back inside. But, oh, yeah. (laughs) Fine. Don't get old, kids.
0: So, Jim, other than... Blowing out your back. Have you been able to enjoy any games? Actually, you seem to be on a little hot streak this past week.
1: Yeah, I actually had some random time to play. So I finished off. Uh, what the fuck did I finish off? I mean, the big one that I did was Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. That's which. What,
0: had you been playing that for a while?
1: No, I just randomly had some like time where I could just sit down and just like bang out a game I wanted to bang out. So, so. how
0: long was it?
1: I think it was about 10 hours.
0: Damn. All right, so you're playing some work.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I banged it out in a couple of days. days. You know what it was? Like, that was, like, the perfect game for, like, just my mindset at the time. Like, nice, brainless beat-em-up, basically. And you would think, like, the... I don't know what it is with those games. Because, I mean, you either like them or you don't like them, because they're extremely repetitive. I mean, it's all repetition. Yeah. Go to area, fight a bunch of shit. Go to area, fight a boss. Go to area, fight a a bunch of shit. But, I don't know, it just hit that right spot of fun for me.
0: Now, the last Marvel Ultimate Alliance I played was... Two. Two, and, and the thing I liked about that game was they included the fusion power. So, like, Iron Man would shoot towards Cap, who would hold up the shield and would hit all the enemies. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, you, you can combine a lot of powers and stuff that like too. that. Okay,
0: because yeah. that was one thing. <clears throat> and, and, Marvel- and, and
1: two, could you command people to do that? Because you could do that in this one.
0: What do you mean, command? Like
1: if you, like, if you did, like, our bumper and a button, you would do a power. But if And you have a chance of accidentally doing it with another player if they're doing it at the same time. Or you could hold in, like, our, our trigger and do it. And it would, if someone's around you with, like, a comparable power, it would like, automatically, like, go at the same time kind of deal.
0: I th- think that sounds familiar. Okay. I, I know it couldn't do it in the first one. Right. Um, but this game, that that was the one that's only available on Switch, right? Yep. So I definitely want to play it. Um, is the roster pretty decent size?
1: It's a big-ass roster. Is it? I think it's, like, 50-some characters. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: So then... I know you. I know how you play games. You find the thing you like, and you don't deviate.
1: Oh, I use the same people the entire time. I was time. gonna
0: say, who did you use? Uh,
1: well, who was I using? I was using Captain America, Hulk, Star Lord, and
0: uh, fi- 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 Iron Man. Hmm. Okay. You didn't want to deviate at all, huh? <laughs> hey, I was already
1: leveling them up and getting good with them, so I think I had a nice balance of like shooter guys and melee guys and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So.
0: okay. Yeah, you played that, and then... Uh, what was your other game you played?
1: What the fuck was the other one that I beat? I just Can't wrote remember. the name of it. <clears throat> Hold on, I'll look it up fast.
0: Um, I feel- oh,
1: wait, it was right there.
0: Oh, yeah, Death Smiles 2. I don't even know what Death Smiles 1 is.
1: So, Death Smiles... Uh, it's a cave shoot 'em up It's a bullet hell. Uh, it's like a little... You play little witches and shit like okay. that, and you have your little option who's around you who helps you out with powers. I played the first... The first one was, on like... A random game I picked up like 10 years ago into 360. Yeah. Because it was like a $30 collector set with like a faceplate and like a soundtrack and shit like that. And like I played, it. it's a it's an arcade port. So it's a short game.
0: So yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing
1: crazy. No. So Death Miles 2 is kind of more of the same. It wasn't as good as one, because I wound up picking up like the one and two collection because I never played two before. Yeah. So I played through two and I was like, it's still alright. It's pretty good. Like I guess like when you play the it has a couple different modes. It has the original arcade mode. And then has like an arranged mode, and then it has like a sp- optimized story mode, basically, where like they voice acted the the cutscenes and made them widescreen, and they made the whole gameplay widescreen instead of four or three. Okay. And they added like some extra powers you could use throughout. And I think it also had tiers because I did the story version first, and I beat that. I won C would it. I was like, this is extremely easy. Yeah. It was so like I must easy. have just accidentally put it on like the easy mode, not knowing. Could, pardon me. Cause it said type one, two, and three. So I just like, alright, whatever type one is. So that must have been easy. Hmm. But then I played on arcade mode, and I was like, oh, okay, this is like
0: Word, that it's a of challenge. Deal. Okay.
1: So it only took me like five credits to get through. So I think That's... I could probably practice it, but I don't really want to. <laughs> but no, it's still it's still fun. But yeah just don't go and expecting an amazing game. But it's fine.
0: Jim, you mean you haven't been just uh, putting all your time in Elden Ring? <laughs> I'll
1: get to that whenever. <laughs> I got other games to beat first. <laughs>
0: nice are you playing anything else now
1: um except for if i have like 10 minutes myself i'll pop in fall guys here and there fall guys yeah fall guys is quickly becoming the new i have 15 minutes to just dick around with just dick
0: around yep yeah so as of last week fall guys was the the last game i streamed which thank you to blade todd lucas you goddamn animal (laughs) um it was it's it is a it is a really fun game (sighs) i can't decide if i like how random and kind of, to a degree, a luck-based, I would almost call it is. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a really fun element, but that's also like, oh, it sucks. Because, like, you know, where you're placed, where this happens, where that happens, there's a million factors. Um, but really fun game for the couple hours I played it. Uh, I just beat Moonin'.
1: I gotta see if you eat crawl on that. I'm gonna have to look back through some old episodes. Because I think I remember talking about that early in the pandemic. And you're like, why do you want to play this cutesy bullshit?
0: What fall guys? Yeah, I don't like all the ex the. It's it's another game. It's like Call of Duty and all of them where it, I think the Q T aspects are silly. Um, the ability to dick over and grab people as they try to jump is pretty hilarious. Um, some of those levels are extremely frustrating. And some are
1: definitely easier than others. Yeah. yeah,
0: some of them are super easy. And like I said, others, it's so ra- – like the one level where you're on the teeter-totter and it's uh, the catapults are shooting at you. Oh, uh, yeah. It's completely random. Like It could just happen to have something that no matter what you do, you're about to get hit. Right. Um, so like I said, it's it's interesting. Uh, but yeah, no, I beat Moon in today. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, once again, I don't know how to describe it. It's a puzzle game, but you can adjust and rotate sections of the level to complete the puzzle. You know me, I'm not a real big puzzle guy, but I was also at the point where I was like, I'm just sticking it out and I need to finish it. So I'm glad I did. It looked good. Soundtrack is awesome. Probably not playing it again, but it was fun for what it was. Um, just started an interesting one a little game called Resident Evil Gaiden. Oh, what are you emulating that? I'm assuming. No, Jim, a- I wanted to put out 300 bucks for Right, a- <laughs> it's only 150 for the card. 300 uh, complete minimum. Um, yeah, I you know what? It's it's on my list of like I have to beat this year. Right. And I knew nothing. When I say I knew nothing about that game, I didn't realize the interface with the way you do combat. I didn't realize like number one, I'm really impressed with the music and like the story behind it like i didn't realize it's barry burton saving leon off some ship or something like, right i didn't know anything. non-canon for some reason yeah well i guess because it wouldn't really make sense if it's canon jim are we gonna worry about canon with resident evil here do i gotta pull out the excel sheet don't you f- the t- how the t virus don't started? you fucking dare do i need to <laughs> um no so far it's i'm impressed at what it was able to do I do think there's a bit too many. Have you played it yet?
1: No, never did. Okay.
0: Like, my one problem is it almost starts feeling like a Pokemon game because I feel like every five feet I move, oh, another zombie. Oh, another zombie. Yeah. Oh. Where it's like, can you avoid
1: them or is it just random? You
0: can, but there's this weird thing. Like, if you avoid them, then you can't re engage with them unless they attack you and then you can't get items off of them. It's very weird. And there's also this weird thing where I can't pick up shotgun ammo because I haven't found the shotgun. So I've literally passed over a gazillion shotgun rounds. They're like, can't get it unless you have the gun. Huh? I'm like, that's stupid. Weird. So uh, we'll see. But that is a game. I, that's on my list anyway, so it was a no-brainer. I think my next game I'm going to start up, well, we have one more Burger King review to do. Yes, we do. So I'll be playing that game. But outside of that... Um, it's really probably going to be Spider-Man for the PS four or five at this point, since we're going to be reviewing that anyway.
1: Yeah. I got to get on that too.
0: Yeah. But, uh, speaking of games that we need to play, that is really brought to us by you awesome patrons because that was a request. And, uh, Jim and I, we've already at this point recorded the the first two Burger King games. So those reviews should be out very shortly. And we tortured ourselves by playing through all three of them.
1: Yep. Sure did. (laughs) They uh, they are definitely $4 games.
0: But, Jim, before we get any questions, crack out another beer. All right. I can't wait to see. Oh, wait. He already told me. Fat tire. Yeah. we are in a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) You impatient fuck. Jim, I have many flaws. Being impatient is definitely one of them. It is (laughs) true. Don't act like you weren't the kid that didn't want to sneak downstairs and see what you had for Christmas.
1: It's true. <laughs> this is true. But, yes, back to the patrons. Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question We'll answer on every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. And once again, a sh- big shout out to Aaron Reber for signing back up. He was away for a bit and just came back, so cheers, buddy. Cheers, dude. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, so questions. Just one this week from good old JD Maines. Uh, have you ever walked out of a movie theater because the movie was so bad? I did it once when my cousin and I left National Treasure. Really, <laughs> laughing after Cage finds Ben Franklin's secret glasses.
0: <laughs> you I know, like National Treasure? I was gonna say I this within this past year is the first time I've ever seen that movie. Really, the yeah. wife was talking about it. <clears throat> I I like revealed I never saw it because we were on a Nicolas Cage kick, and I was like, yeah, let's watch it. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. Like what what can you
1: really say? Yeah, it's a goofy early 2000s action-adventure action, movie. It, yeah. yeah.
0: In the same vein as like The Ocean's 11 and 12. Right. It yeah, it was fine. It's you know what you're getting out of it. Right. It's fun, it's stupid, uh, it's fine. Have I ever walked out of a movie? You know what? Here's a here's here's a reality. I'm either too dumb or too stubborn to do it. Like yeah. the movie would truly have to be so grating to me that I I'm not willing to stay. And, you know, I tough it out through some of the worst fucking games that some of you have asked me to play. So, yeah, movie, I always kind of look at it like it's not that long. Maybe it'll get better. Some of them didn't. So, no, unfortunately, I've never actually walked out of a movie. I've done a few. <laughs> of course you have. Because story.
1: <laughs> no, not story. <laughs> well, what do <are> you call <laughs> it? So, actually, probably one time because of, well, yeah, are, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> So first one I th- first one I think I ever did was Fahrenheit 9/11, just because oh, I like never saw that. It, the Michael Moore one oh, about. I know yeah.
0: What it yeah. I just I yeah I had no interest back then.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was def- I was definitely rah 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 America back then too. It's probably the wrong time for that, but <laughs> my how times have changed. But also <laughs> like it's typical Michael Moore shit where like he has good ideas but he throws in so much shit out of context that you're just like D- there's no way it happened like that. So yeah, like it just pissed me off. So like we're like all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Then it was a jet leave movie, Hero. I think it was called
0: Hero. Is was that the one all in subtitles?
1: Yeah, I think it was all in subtitles. But the subtitles wasn't a problem. I was just bored off my tit by it.
0: Was Hero the one? Is that or is I think it was like it, a samurai in that or something, right? Something it, like or like a Chinese warrior, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where I think the covers like him with a sword, right? Yeah. Some like, is there? Was he in a movie called the one or one? Where, like, there was a bunch yes, of alternate versions one, of himself yeah. and he, basically Highlander. Oh, yeah, that it is. Was good Asian idea. Highlander, basically. Yeah,
1: I never saw it, but that is a good description. Yeah,
0: um, yeah Hero. I, here's the deal. After Romeo Must Die, I was hooked on Jet Li movies. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, he's the next Jackie Chan. Like, I love all of his movies. Yeah, I remember Hero. It wasn't a rewatch for me.
1: Yeah, it actually, I forget how the fuck it happened, but I actually wound up seeing it again in the theater and I finished it. <laughs> how? I, I don't
0: know. Were you on a date?
1: I don't remember. It might have been a date.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That would, you see, now that's something I would never do. Because
1: gone- I, I think I was like, when we were going to it, whoever I was with, I was like, I don't know, I kind of already walked out of this before, but I mean, I, mean, I guess there's <laughs> nothing else going on tonight, so might as well.
0: Wait, Jim, are you saying you're easily peer pressured?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say, Brian? What's, what's to say? Maybe I was just feeling a little more open to things that night. Trying to expand my horizons, Brian. I don't know about that rainbow. Too.
0: <laughs> hey, let's see this movie. I don't know. I already saw it. All right, well, let's see it. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. And
0: uh fucking what's the last one? Oh. Watchmen. You walked out of that. I fucking hated it. I see, I remember you saying you didn't like it, but I thought that was after I thought your complaint was it was too long, so I assumed you watched I,
1: I eventually watched it on TV okay. all the way through.
0: Now, your complaint with that movie, from what I remember, was more that it was too, too much like the comic.
1: Yeah, like my, it isn't the problem that like, it was too much like the comic. Like, I appreciated that it tried to really emulate the comic. But I think it like, Zack Snyder just doesn't know how to direct. So like, his, like the pacing was all over the place. Like I don't know. I just couldn't stand it.
0: Was it a slow motion a
1: lot? It wasn't even a slow motion. It was just like the overall feel of it. Like, someone just felt like, this isn't
0: good. And I talked to a lot of people, and they're like, oh, I fucking love Watchmen. And I'm like, how? Why? I never loved... You know what it was? <clears throat> I had zero context going into it. Like, I didn't know the comics at all. Yeah. Um, that was the first...
1: And I didn't even mind the change at the very end, either.
0: Which, yeah, well, what was the change instead of... He turned into, like, an octopus in the comic, right? Well, or...
1: he, like, genetically engineered, like, a giant suicide squid that, like, attacked it. Okay. So, like, it brought everyone together and shit. Gotcha. Kind of like when Bush did 9-11.
0: God. Uh-huh. Did you, have, you, you just have to, <laughs> to do it. it? Just had to do it. Well, Jim, had to bring how, it all full circle. Jim, how would you know? You walked out, so you never saw the end. <laughs>
1: um, Context clues, Brian. Context clues.
0: Yeah, I didn't. you know what? I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was something I've watched. I watched in its entirety one time, and I've seen bits and pieces of it. The thing I remember thinking when I first saw it, though, was like, oh, this is, like, different for a superhero movie. Oh, yeah. It was, like, the first one where, you know, I'm used to, like, Punisher, Blade, things like that that were anti-hero, even though... Especially at the time. Yeah, but that was, like, the real, like, oh, it's anti-hero. When you watch that, it makes sense how the DC movies turn into what they did. It's like he never grew up past that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Jeffrey D. Morgan was pretty cool. I don't even remember what what was his uh, guy's name. Uh, uh, fuck. What's his name? Happy or
1: no, not ha- shit. I can't remember right now. Like I remember, like like all the other names, like Al Man and Rorschach and yeah. fucking Ozymandias. I can remember Ozymandias, but I can't remember what he was. Shit. <laughs> he was like the most imp- one of the most important <laughs> yeah, characters exactly.
0: too. Well, and and I also remember everyone talks shit so much shit on Batman's voice and Rorschach's voice was Batman's voice at its worst the entire movie.
1: Yeah, but it didn't annoy me as much with that. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. It almost seemed to fit more with Rorschach.
0: Maybe this is your Rorschach test. Brad, get the ink. Damn it. It's a dick. Jim, I didn't even show you it yet. It's a dick. School. <laughs> church. <sighs> Fuck, Jim. What? <laughs> don't say what. What? Oh, man. I'm really... I'm kind of mad at myself. I've never actually walked out. The closest movie... You, you had no gumption, you cheap You know bastard. what? The closest... Well... To be fair, if I was going to a movie, I was on a date, I wasn't watching the movie. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. I mean, what else are you going to do when you're 15 at a, you know, where else are you going to go on dates, Jim? <laughs> Didn't have a lot of <laughs> You games. help me did that one a lot there, bro. <laughs> Well, so you know, there was movie theaters. You know what? There's the few, two movies that I was really close to walking out of. Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang? Pootie Tang's <laughs> fucking great. Why are you walking out of Pootie Tang? What the hell was... Um, oh, my God. The movie... I, I, I call it Henry, Henry Winkler, but it wasn't him. The one that was like the, the kung fu thing where he's holding like the two gerbils. Kung Pao? Kung Pao. You don't like Kung Pao? I didn't then. Oh, eh. it, you know what it was? Those movies came out when spoofs were... Overdone already. It was at the end of this spoof era. And I was like, all right. You were this burnt is, out. Okay. I, I was completely burnt out. So I didn't walk walk out, but I almost did.
1: Nah, Pootie Tank's a fucking classic.
0: <laughs> it's no ladies' man. It's up there. <laughs> it's no ladies' man. Ladies, you... man. ladies' man is another classic. Yeah. See, you
1: spent your time with fucking scary movie seven. That was your <laughs> problem. Should have saved it for the classics.
0: <laughs> don't you dare call Pootie Tank. Pootie but... Tank is a
1: cinematic masterpiece, you motherfucker. And don't
0: you fuckers. Dare request we watch booty Tang? Ten dollars dare Make Brian watch booty. Tang. Don't you? You know what? Make Jim watch Watchmen. Ten dollars. <laughs> I thought of that shirt.
1: Ten dollars is ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cheap date.
0: Thank you, JD. We appreciate the question and make sure everyone listening or watching get your questions in because we really appreciate you supporting us. So get them in there so we can uh, answer anything.
1: Yep. And also, if you're new to the show and listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please leave a five-star review. We'll read... Anyway... I can't talk. I've only done this a thousand times. <laughs>
0: oh, man. That, that one IP... Half of an IPA is really getting to you, Jim. See,
1: but that's, see that's why we don't start the fancy shit, Brian. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so we'll leave a five-star review. We will read any uh, five-star review you leave us. So.
0: Thank you, guys. All right, Chambers. So, quick question before we move on. Yep. I know we've both had Fat Tire a million times. We, it's always a classic. Do you think it definitely outshines the, uh... Yeah, I like Anole it IPA? I like it more. You like it more?
1: Yeah. It's just a standard amber ale, but it's a really good one. Like, most New Belgium shit, you don't go wrong with. Like, if you want a really solid, like... Like, when you said Sam Adams, I kind of considered them kind of on, like, the same tier.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. So,
1: like, definitely if you just want, like, a solid brewery that's, like, better than, you know, the Miller Coors of the world. But, you know, not quite the, you know this stupidly overly crafty stuff, like, New Belgium's are definitely a solid one.
0: Now, let me ask you, because I've, after doing as much diving into different beer styles as I have, I find, <clears throat> so, it's funny, because Amber Ales are very much like Vienna Lagers, which is what Sam Almes is. Yeah. I think they're probably two of the most underrated styles, because they're very drinkable, but they have a nice amount of, the, like, the malt balance, so they're almost kind of sweet, but, they're never like heavy, and they could be sessiony if they weren't heavier than light beers.
1: Yeah, it's kind of along the, la- the same lines of how you don't see a ton of lagers and pilsners out of craft places yep. because basically they're easy to fuck up. Yeah. So like, if you fuck those up, like you can tell. Whereas if you fuck up an IPA, you just go, "Oh no, this one's you know it's just yeah. extra hoppy." So like, I IP- like let's face it, IPAs are something you have to get used to. Yeah, for sure. Whereas these, you can actually be like, "Oh, this is a good beer." So yeah, but no, they, they pretty much have it perfected, I gotta say.
0: No, no, I, I think it's one of the best Amber L's out there. So if you haven't tried New Belgium Fat Tire, eh, you're missing out.
1: Yeah, and they're like even if you're an IPA snob, like they have like four or five different Voodoo Ranger IPA styles now, and they're all good too. Like, oh yeah, for sure. If you if you've never had New Belgium, just get a mix pack and you'll probably enjoy most of it.
0: Now see the problem though, Jim, is if you drink too many You will get a little bit of a hangover, won't you? Very possible. It's a little thicker. Now, you and I have the tried and true method now, which we didn't when we were younger.
1: Liquid fucking
0: IV. Godsend. It is. I, I I can't praise that shit enough. Whenever anybody tells me they've been drinking or that, I say, get your liquid IV, have it before, have it the next morning. Yep. You can even have it right before you go to bed. Before then, it was water, Gatorade, make yourself throw up, whatever you are going to do. Pedialyte even kind of came late, I feel like. That was only an eight-year-ago discovery for us. Yeah. In our college days, there was nothing. But science is a beautiful thing, isn't it, Jim?
1: Yes, it is. So, uh, the Swedish-made Merkel supplement claims to reduce alcohol concentration in the body by half within 30 minutes of having a drink. So... Basically, you're supposed to have two pills taken an hour before drinking for maximum effect. Yeah. And yeah, it basically keeps breaking down the alcohol <laughs> for up to twelve hours. They say, scientists say. So it's funny because they had like a link to an actual article from the Metro that mm-hmm. gives you a four or four not found now. So. Oh boy.
0: Well, I actually dove pretty deep. I was very curious. I wanted to see what what's in these pills, and they and they list them out. I'm not gonna try to pronounce them right now. We'll have them down below. But two of them are, are basically probiotics. One is commonly found within the gut. The other one is not. And then they have, um, what, what's the th- it's a, a, a lact, uh, It's
1: basically NAC, which is a precursor to glutathione, which breaks down the acetaldehyde, which I have the fuck to fucking say that, <clears throat> which is apparently what gives you the hangovers, which is like a byproduct of the alcohol being broken down in your body. Yeah.
0: But essentially what it does I'm a science, is but... it blocks the alcohol from getting to your liver to begin with and can block up to they go from 50 to 70% they say. Now, what I will say is they've made it available in Great Britain um, as of this month.
1: Yeah, you can't ship it like anywhere in the U.S. yet.
0: No, because it wouldn't get FDA approved. Like that's the thing is, I don't well, know. It-
1: they got around the medical shit in the U.K. too, because it's not technically like a medicine.
0: It's no, it, yeah. It's just like most supplements or or like uh, what the hell's word I'm looking for, like workout powders and shit. Right. They're not medically monitored. But in the U.S., a lot of that shit still needs to get some kind of clarification. Yeah. Um, But here's the interesting thing.
1: And no shops are stocking it. You have to buy it all online.
0: Yeah. They say very clearly, they're like, this is not meant like if you're a heavy drinker, this is probably not for you because it'll block the alcohol to a certain percentage. And if you take it before you drink, it'll actually take a lot more alcohol to get you drunk. So, if you're going out and you know you're binging, like, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. most people, especially in America, do, this really isn't going to be for you. This is for, like, what Jim and I are doing right now. We're having, like, maybe three or four beers. Not going to get us drunk, but it might make us feel a little, eh, in the morning. If we take that, it takes the, like, it may wipe out all those effects. It also is, the back end of that shit apparently has a lot of b twelve which is usually the number one thing you want from things like we were saying, like the Pedialyte's liquid IV. I don't, how do I say this without sounding like an alcoholic? I don't know. Impossible. uh, Unless you literally are someone who's like one glass of wine really fucks me up or one beer really gets me and it makes me feel like complete shit the next day. That could be useful for you. But yeah, if you're going out and you know, you're going to overdo it, you shouldn't bother getting it is what they say. And then as Jim alluded to, I looked into a bunch of studies that were done. It was interesting because the only takeaways were they're like, you know, they, <clears throat> they didn't like the way it was tested because they, they didn't take into consideration, like all the factors of like people's weight, what they were eating that day, this, that, and the other. So it's like, yeah, alcohol is one of the most, I feel like it's one of the most versatile things on how it affects people. Like,
1: I mean, let's put it this way. I
0: drank my fucking
1: dick off this weekend. Like, we're recurring on the 5th. It was just 4th of July weekend. So, as we do in the States, you ever do it. Had a block party, had a birthday party, other shit. So, yeah. And I mean, I woke up every time without a hangover. And there's been random days where I have, like, four beers of something or other, and I wake up and I'm dead the next day. feel
0: terrible. Yeah. So, here's the deal. I don't want – and the thing it reads is it also will eliminate the effect of, like, the buzz for you. Hmm. So I don't want a pill that would do that, to be honest. I'm fine at this point. Liquid IV, if I can feel good in the morning, as long as I don't wake up with that type of headache where you can't move. Yeah. That's the only thing I really want to avoid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll I'll let other people try that.
1: I think I definitely prefer the, head- the puking to the headache.
0: Oh, puking, I can t-
1: One leads to the other, but I can, I can puke, but if I don't have that headache, then...
0: If, if my stomach feels like crap, I don't care. If my head hurts and I can't move out of bed, that'll ruin my whole goddamn day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I will... Uh, that's the worst part. Figure out a way to completely get rid of headaches. People are like, fucking take time off.
1: Yeah, if he gets rid of the buzz, then what's the fucking point?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. The buzz is the fun part. Exactly. <laughs> that's how Jim falls asleep on tables. I've only done that a few times. <laughs> See, that should not be a sentence you say. Recently, <laughs> so yeah, well, we'll I, I do want to follow this because I'll be honest, this is not some shit I would buy.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying some uh, some Euro experimental fucking uh, beer pill. That's for goddamn sure. Jim's
0: like, I'll buy all the penis pills from the gas station, but goddamn it, <laughs>
1: one of them has to work one of these times. <laughs>
0: I'm like, Jim, that's a that's a packet of ketchup. <laughs> ah,
1: rest in peace, Smiling Bob. You were gone too soon.
0: God damn it, Jim. So yeah, you guys let us know, especially if you're from the UK, because we know some of you bastards out there listen. Uh, if you want to be a guinea pig and try it, let us know how it goes. Yep. Because, Jim, what did our good buddy Matt say about the UK? <sighs>
1: <laughs> Fucking... So, I don't know if we ever told this story. I think we did, like, ages ago on here. Yeah. But, uh, so, my old roommate, Matt, from college, uh, we were in a class. I was like, okay, we got to set up some debates. So, Brian, this buttfucker, (laughs) immediately, him and our buddy Chris go, okay, me and Chris. I'm like, what? What? No. So, I was with Matt. Matt's a lovely boy. But he he can be one for generalizations at times. Let's put it that way. Let's put it lightly. Yeah. So, the, uh, somehow our uh, topic became, like, the flashpoint in Great Britain, which is, like, you know, the time of night when everything's closing so everyone starts to drink as fast as they can. Basically, almost like last call, but, like, you know, diff- somehow different, you know, Brit bong shit. Yeah. So, as we're doing this presentation, Matt starts to go, so, you know, this is a real problem because, as we all know, you know, the English are drunks. And the TAs who were, like, monitoring it and, like, grading us immediately just, like, looked around like, what? What like what did he just say? Wait, what what was that? Wait, 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 wait. And like you could you could like physically see the it also coming mi- from me. It
0: also might not have helped you at the Dave Chappelle uh Sam Adams commercial. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. So we had two drafts and we were we were ju- judging depending on the uh the seriousness of the TAs whether or not to use the Sam Jackson Dave Chappelle picture. As see, soon as we walked in, we were like, Okay, we're using the one without it.
0: See, Jim you that's sh- called planning ahead. You should have taken off, off of me and Chris when we got done our presentation, the one girl who wanted to ask the question. We weren't you- done! It was the <laughs> middle of the fucking presentation. It was even question time. It was that, the teachers. That's why you say, it's not time for questions, and you move right along. <laughs> you plow through, Jim. You don't stop. <laughs> Jim, how, what'd you get graded on that?
1: <laughs> I think we got like a B still or something. It wasn't too bad.
0: It wasn't I, great. I don't think you remember. Well...
1: Probably not. It was probably like a D. <laughs> it, was the, it was the best presentation.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Good old Matt. But uh, yeah. So if you're if if you are from the UK, let us know. But um, Jim, you know I'm not so much worried about the UK as I am about those damn Canucks.
1: Ah, especially the Quebecians.
0: They are they are interesting folk, aren't they?
1: Well, especially in Quebec because that's the French I mean. sector. So and they always want to secede.
0: So, for those of you not in the know, because I sure as shit wasn't <clears throat> before we looked at these topics. Capital Peelers, though. They have great Peelers. And if you don't know what Peeler is, Google it. Um, there's a little bill being introduced called Bill 96 that is essentially, for all intents and purposes, saying that you must use French when communicating, uh, speaking, signs, postage. It doesn't matter with whether you're dealing with customers in Quebec or sending shit out. And uh, for those of you unaware, Quebec is one of the major video game developer cities. And that's really thanks to they have some goddamn amazing uh, tax write-offs. And basically, you pay no taxes on shit there. So, a lot of companies are moving there. You got Ubisoft. Um, I, the list I, I looked at is actually staggering how many um game developers are there right now but as they're finding out and this comes to us from cbc but you can also look at a bunch of other links um that i'll post below as well this bill 96 is basically saying to these game companies everyone must learn and communicate in french and it's a comp and most of the jobs tend to be remote so it's becoming a real problem and it may kill the game industry in Quebec because a lot of people didn't sign up for that and they're already seeing a mass exodus. So I don't know, what do you think about that?
1: Well, it's funny because this is kind of a follow-up to an article we did a couple weeks ago where France itself was like starting to ban mm-hmm. esports terms because you know they were afraid of it, you know, fucking up the French language because they didn't have like true French versions of, you know, a lot of these words. Mm-hmm. So Montreal being French Canada, they're just following suit basically. And according to the article, there's like eleven thousand workers in the video game industry in Quebec. Yep. So, like you said, fuckload of people brings in two billion a year in revenue basically. And they had like a case study in here. They changed the name of the person obviously, yeah. but basically, like he got hired by a company, and you know he was. They were talking about the bone He's like, you know, I don't know French. Like, do I have to learn this? And they're kind of like, ah, now nah, that's not a problem. And then once he got hired, they're like, oh, by the way, you need to learn French.
0: And, and even what he said was uh, English wasn't even his first language. But internationally, English is taught kind of almost. It's pretty regular. I'll say that. He said to learn French on top of that would be a real like difficulty for him. So, Jim, what is the problem with your people?
1: One, not my people, <laughs> two. all you ever need to learn is Omelie du Fromage, and you can sail right through.
0: I just don't there is a i mean when you read the bill and you read like articles about it, <clears throat> there is this like very <laughs> pardon the pun, go on. There's a Napoleon complex here because it's like this goddamn chip on the shoulder, like oh, we need to reserve our like can you imagine other countries doing <laughs> we that? We have to protect that language. Oh. Exactly. I don't get like the need, especially I. I get it in France. I know this is a French. What what would you even call it's Canadian, it's still Canada? It's like yeah, I mean it's still
1: Canada, but they don't even consider themselves like the rest of Canada. But
0: either. that's kind of like Texas here, but they're still a state. Yeah. And, and, but could you imagine if they're like...
1: But they are their own little world.
0: Th- they are, but could you imagine if they're like, no companies here unless you... Like, how much shit did Geno's get when they were like only English-speaking customers?
1: Oh, that was a big old controversy. And here. that was
0: a small... But this is a small private company that's like, you know, hey, they threw out a sign there that was controversial. I'm pretty sure they took it down by this point.
1: Well, I, I think it was after uh, Geno died. Yeah. It was either Pat or Gino. I forget which one.
0: But this is, like Jim's saying, it's a major issue in the video game industry, which is arguably one of their most profitable things right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to bite the hand that feeds and then just send those people out to other areas of Canada. And that's all that's going to happen. They're going to be like, well, fuck that. And a lot of these companies, like Ubisoft leaves, and um, I was trying to remember names off the top of my head, but I can't. Some of these other big companies, like, why would you even open up shop there? is a tax write-off really going to be worth it if you can't get the skilled workers? Because you're limiting right. your right. work you're trying to, Are you
1: trying to call French speakers not
0: skilled workers? I'm saying... Because you're right. <laughs> I mean... Oh. How many times we save them, Jim?
1: Enough. Too many. That's
0: all I'm saying. America. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I actually... I put this out here. I was asking anyone from Canada, and I got some interesting responses. I think most people think it's a pretty bad idea. I don't know why they would put it through, but then again... Canada is known for some pretty goofy laws when it comes to language.
1: This is true. I mean, and actually, we know like a surprising amount of like Toronto area Canadians. So, like, they they probably just look over at them like, ah, fuck them.
0: Yeah, that, that's all it is. Like, at that point, they're probably just like, those goofy Quebecs. We need to go back there and purposely just speak English, Jim. <laughs> See some peelers.
1: <laughs> you don't have to twist my arm, I <laughs> will gladly go back to Shapery.
0: <laughs> Oh, Jim. So before we move on to another piece of bullshit, I need you to grab me one of those goddamn core lights. Now, is these yours or a neighbor's? I don't even know at this point.
1: Like, I don't know if it was, um, because like originally we were just going to, like my neighbor got the keg. The mountains are blue. Mountains are blue. They're good to go. So my neighbor got a keg and he's like, yeah, everyone can just drink the keg. Then my wife's like, you know, I was telling like the band and shit, like, no, they got a keg, just drink from the keg. Then my wife starts telling people, you know, BYOB on top of it, so everyone starts bringing booze, and I'm like, (laughs) there's a keg here, keg, (laughs) and now I have like ten thousand cases of beer. (laughs) Now we did put a hurting. There is a big hurting put, but still need some help.
0: Yeah. So Jim, I know you are a uh, you're a jumper owner of crypto stuff. Of bad trends, of NFTs, of supporting the shit I never that... went into NFTs.
1: Never went into that space. Couldn't afford it.
0: Exit well you tend to follow these terrible
1: ideas. Look, and... Brian, I was planning for my future. That was my
0: retirement. And and the latest in the continual
1: And this is very
0: recent. Fucking stupid ideas. I poly pol Polyum? poly Polyum? I Bry. They're introducing the polyum
1: One, a multi-chain console for Web3 gaming. It's about yeah. damn time, I say.
0: Now here's the deal: if you're a normal person and you're like, "What's Web3? What's Polychain? What's all this shit?" Even I
1: barely know what Web3 is.
0: Oh, I, I had to look all this up because I had no idea.
1: It, isn't Web3 just like basically like the crypto version of like the future of the internet? That's
0: what they are predicting. It's yeah. going yeah. to be the next Everything's version. Everything's going to be through internet, blockchain and like, and it's decentralized. Yeah. That's all it is. They can't use you and your information as data anymore. But you just – instead of trading in your data that you don't know is being traded for you, you have to buy and trade everything in these bullshit made-up things. So instead of making someone else money, you're making those people money. Yeah. (laughs) So this is – I got nothing. This this stupid-ass picture of a controller on a platform – which, if you try to read any information, I I tried, you look up specs, we're going to do 4K, 8K gaming at 120 oh, that, FPS. That's
1: the one everyone's going like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Fucking high-end computers right now can't do 8K at 120. Yeah.
0: And, oh, by the way, Touch ID, and they use Touch ID the way that Apple ID is written, which it's a proprietary type of um, technology, which... You can't just do that. So you read all those and you go, okay, that seems too good to be true. And when you read up about games, well, we're in the development of getting games. It's going to be very exciting. Dah, dah, dah. It's, type, it, it's speaking the way Trump was when you would ask him about policies or shit. <laughs> and it's just really... It's the best. It's the future. It, it's really ridiculous. And what's sad is some assholes out there are going to put forth money for
1: it. I just like how people are like... What do you call it? Well, what are the games going to be? Because they're saying they're Web3 games, And they're like, "Well, we already have Web3 game developers." And they're like, "Who? Yeah?" And
0: they're like, "We have some. We have Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I, it, 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 it blow I mean, it doesn't blow my mind. I, this type of stupid shit was bound to come, but please. Number one, and we're going to get to it very soon. We've actually, seen enough legit technology companies that have failed. This is another one. Don't even entertain it. But it is interesting that this is popping up. Now, I'll I'll give them one thing. Oh, God. Don't you dare. No.
1: One thing. I'll give them. For now. Careful. They state that they will have a functional prototype ready before they take any pre-orders or funding.
0: For now. For now. Yes. That's why I said caveat. yeah, Yeah. The biggest caveat is they'll show you a YouTube video of their working prototype, and then they'll take it.
1: Yep, so let's go through their little thread, because they had, understandably, a lot of criticism thrown their way. Also, good on them for launching a Web3-based crypto console during the biggest crypto crash ever. Wonderful timing.
0: Jim, prices are down. Bye, bye, bye. (laughs) It's
1: a bear market, Brian. (laughs) Buy the dip. Gotta buy the dips. Got to buy all the shit coins. Buy the shit coins now, be a millionaire
0: later. But, but Jim, everyone was so sure Bitcoin's going to go up to 100K. Right, stocks just go up. That's how it works. But, but it always just, it only goes up, right, Jim? No, not Brian. <laughs> I'm very intimately
1: aware of how stocks always go up. Very intimately aware, especially in crypto. But, but then they dip, don't they, Jim? All day, right? Right. If you don't look at your portfolio, they always go up.
0: That's that's the key there. You only look when you get the positive. Right.
1: Not gonna make it. That's what that talk is. All right.
0: <laughs> Fahrenheit nine eleven.
1: No, you don't know. Not gonna make it. That's a that's a meme among the crypto boys that are basically like anytime people panic when you know it shits out because it's not based on anything. They're like, yeah. you're Not gonna make it. Yeah. So they just hold on to shit forever and ever.
0: I mean, I hope those board monkeys are. uh Really making people money, still, Jim.
1: Oh. I do love the stories of, like, the guy who did an NFT of, like, the first uh, Jack Dorsey tweet. Paid, like, $3 million for it. And they're like, he's set to lose $3 million on this. It's like, yeah. Good. good. One, I, fuck I, Jack, and two, fuck you.
0: I feel no, sh- no pity for any of them.
1: Yeah. So, basically, what they're saying is, well, the first thing they address is that they didn't copy the GameCube logo. Which, I mean, it's kind of just a GameCube logo turned around.
0: It's like, come on, buddy.
1: Yeah, but we will illustrate a new logo that is original. Oh, that's nice. Then the console will have games and exclusive games. We're currently in talks with different web three game developers, like who? And we'll make some announcements soon. We know that a console can't be successful without games. We oh, have good. experience in <laughs> hardware and software. Okay, what? Never here. And the console will be built and will execute on the roadmap. And who <laughs> we're building for Web3 to help it expand. I mean, they have a they have a button on the controller to instantly hit your crypto wallet, Bri to pay for shit. Oh I'm glad. They made they that figured, convenient. They, super convenient.
0: Yeah, they made they worked that out. Hmm. Seems like their priorities are in the right place, Jim.
1: And then, hey, join our Discord. So don't join theirs. Join ours. Link below.
0: <sighs> Anyone out there listening?
1: And I fucking hate Kotaku, but even them with their little snarky bitch ass articles, their article on this was Crypto Boys basically announce a console that'll never come out. It's like, I can't argue this. No,
0: Nope. There's now, no way this happens. Now, we are going to follow this because I'm curious where this is going to go. We, it, we
1: love us a good clown show.
0: But, Jim, would you say this is oddly on the tails of the biggest gaming clown show of the past year? Oh, easily of the past few years. I, I mean, for those of you, we've been following this for longer than we would have liked. And but it's just so entertaining. I here's the deal. I said more entertaining
1: the game, than the games ever would have been.
0: I feel once again. Sorry, bad. Smash JT. Smart. Sorry. sorry, bud. I know you. You basically bought a crypto here, and the Amico is officially. I mean, it's been dead for a while, but now they've even given up. Uh, excuse me. They've even given up on renewing the uh, trademark. Which, if you don't know, that's a pretty bad, like, that's, like, the basis.
1: Yeah, so I actually learned something thanks to this article. Basically, when you file for a trademark, you have to produce something within two years. Or you have to either file for extensions or give it up. Exactly. So they've filed about four extensions already. Mm -hmm. And they're coming up on their fifth one, which pissed. So, now, the article's headline's a little misleading because they still have two months to make a decision, basically. They, but the fact that it got this far, they didn't let it lapse before until let's now. Let's
0: put it this way. If this was your lifelong passion project, there's no chance you're like, hey, I'm busy playing Fall Guys. I can't get to renewing our trademark or whatever. We've said, unfortunately, the Amico has had tons of issues. They had investor problems. They had loss of money. They were always reporting in negative. They had a prototype which they showed the YouTube things. As Jim said, Smash JT has covered it better than probably most. Yep. Um, They had their –
1: Speaking of intimate knowledge.
0: I mean, they've had their crazy fan defenders who have even fallen off at this point. And Kai said, I can't even defend this anymore. Like, this is getting too much. There's
1: still a very
0: small community. uh, But, I mean, I'm saying I feel like I've seen some of the bigger names that were defending Echo – Okay.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of them have fallen off. Like, yeah. like so
0: it's a sinking ship. I guess I can't appreciate you and I've said many times, do you do you believe it was actually good intentions, just misinformed? Yeah. I,
1: I think Tommy really wanted to come out of the family friendly console, but he just completely botched it. Yeah. So here's a deal. And then panicked a billion different times with a billion bad moves and ego got in the way. And now we're where we are. So what is his path to
0: redemption on this?
1: Uh, <laughs> release it. I mean I mean it could like like the last one we had fun with. That I was convinced a Mega was never happening. But to their credit, it came out. It happened. It happened. And you kinda don't hear anything about it now. So it's fine of a thing where it's like, it's okay. Yeah. Kind of does what it wants, a little overpriced, whatever. But it came out. Yeah. Good for them.
0: It, it was a niche thing to begin with. Right. Overpri- we felt or, or overpriced. Or like the Atari
1: VCS, which people thought was never coming out, and then it randomly came it out. Did. yeah. And then it didn't do anything special, but it's got its people who like to play with it.
0: So here's – I guess there's a fine dance nowadays. If you are a developer of software, games, whatever you want to call it, do you – Do you take the risk of overshooting your load, over-promoting, over-marketing? It gets traction in the wrong place. Like it gets too much traction, and you can't live up to the hype. Like, but then again, you might need that in order to fund it. So it's like that catch-22. Yeah. So I don't know what the right approach is. Like, do you be a sleeper that comes on a market fully developed and be like, "Hey, we finally did after you know 10 years." But then it might have been past your time. Or do you do this route, which is get everyone hyped, get enough people that were supporting it, and then you can't deliver on shit?
1: It's tough because nothing besides the big companies has taken off or worked. Like, if you're not Nintendo, Sony, or Xbox, and even fucking Microsoft has their problems. Oh, yeah. Like, even as with all the money in the world, like Microsoft, they struggle to keep up sometimes. A lot of the time. So, like... Yeah, uh, I don't see how any of these little guys, unless they do something absolutely ridiculous, like Web3 Gaming, how they can ever come back and do we know Jim's buying it. <laughs> that will ever break into the market.
0: So here's my question. Is the problem more, in their minds, they're competing with the big guys? Should they just expect like...
1: Well, the Amiga was never supposed to compete with the big guys. It was supposed to be its own thing.
0: Yeah, but I'm... I try to think, like, what is its market? Its market had to be at least the classic consoles. The NES, it, Super NES, the Sega.
1: And he was doing it smart because he was really sucking up to the Atari age people. Yeah. So, like, that's the people you had to go for for it. The people who knew the old IPs and shit. And it was originally going to be a very cheap console. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't keep to that. But if it, they kept it as a super cheap alternative, there's there's a market for a cheap alternative.
0: Now, Jim, if I'm trying to put on my devil's advocate hat here and argue for it, could it also be, while this was in development, it was the worst two years of manufacturing and issues that this country has seen in a while, which could have added to his inadequacies as a developer? Didn't help. Did not help.
1: I'll um, give him that. You
0: know, I'm saying not like... Help.
1: But, yeah, so to your point, like, yeah, doing it during a pandemic, does that help it? No. But also, I mean, out of the gate using a... Chinese knockoff smartphone from from 2016 as the base of your tech doesn't help either. So, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know where exactly it all went wrong, but it's just like, you know, a cacophony of failure. Like, everything
0: went wrong. Yeah. So, so is the lesson out there, don't try?
1: Can't win, don't try. That's how I live my life, Brian.
0: <laughs> I, I, I said, I do feel bad for the Smash JTs, for the people that backed this and wanted something good. That sucks. I hope there is some way for you to get money back. Or just like you said, at least some of these people get the system. Get something out of it. If you walk away completely empty-handed, that really sucks. But I feel like how many times... Tommy at
1: least owes some blowies.
0: I mean, how many rides can he give in his Ferrari? He's got to give a couple.
1: He's got to give a lot. This ain't cheap. That's where you're paying them back.
0: I mean, it's... I like I said i I don't relish in that failure. I just come on man like i I feel like so much time and effort was put into the marketing and the reaching out and the community aspect of it that it wasn't realistic enough to know you had a solid foundation yeah, that yeah. sucks I I don't know that sucks
1: we've said it all like a million times at this point, but yeah, so but long story short, could be the end times?
0: So, Tommy, if you come on next week, we'll talk about it with you.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You'll get at least two sales, maybe, if you come on (laughs) here. I can promise you that.
0: So, yeah, I'm curious if anyone out there, if you're listening, if you were interested in it or you know somebody who was, let us know because uh, it kind of sucks, you know?
1: Yeah, it's a shame, but, hey, it is what it is.
0: You also saw it coming, kind of like crypto. (laughs) Or is he behind Web3?
1: Oh, what, and if, this, this what if that system. motherfucker was behind what this? If, what if he's that like, that would be the Amico shit. lives on?
0: <laughs> oh, they should merge. The future of
1: Web3 Gaming is the Amico. Oh. oh, please. Please, I need the content. Fuck, Jim.
0: What? Don't you dare. What? All right. Easy. Chambers. J- so I have uh, a little reoccurring bit. I've been slacking off on it because I haven't thought of a good enough... Which is better for us in, in a little while. Been a little bit. But we both talked about it, and we're both actively playing it. But well, when we
1: pull, like, 130, 50 some out of our ass, eventually it's going to fall off. You're just like, I don't even know what to say anymore.
0: And the amount of times I've, like, re-put the same thing, I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, this versus this. You're like, we did this. I was like, what? Yeah. You're like, that was episode two. I'm like, fuck. Um, so Jim and I, you know, we're late to the party. We know it was out before. But a lot of people are just now jumping on the Fall Guys bandwagon.
1: The the first pandemic meme game.
0: Yeah, but this now feels like... See, I never knew Fall Guys was a pandemic meme game because it was only on PS4, right? It
1: was only on, yeah.
0: Or I think Steam, too. Yeah, but for Jim and I, it was basically non-existent. Right. When I think pandemic games, there's only two games I think of. Animal Crossing and Among Us like that to well, me that fall,
1: fall guys was animal crossing was more of its own thing but for like the multiplayer party game oh no no among, yeah. uh, fall guys was the game before among us really took off Yeah,
0: but then among us came and said get the fuck out of the way and sense has what's interesting is among us actually finally did come out on like everything
1: yeah in like but, an actual retail release
0: now i don't know does it seem like anyone's playing that anymore I don't know.
1: No one talks about it anymore. Yeah. It, they talk about it more as the Amogus meme than they do, than like anything Actually else. Actually playing it. Yeah. So
0: now Fall Guys coming out on Xbox, especially being on Game Pass for free, it's like, it's a no brainer. We're going to play it. And yeah, it's on
1: every system and it's pure. Well, it's not pure cross uh, platform, but. Uh,
0: I mean, when I played it, was it was PS4 my- and PC.
1: Well, I think I thought PS4 is its own thing. I thought like Nintendo was on. Well, oh, I you know what? Blade. No, you know what? No, I'm wrong. I think yeah. that is like pure cross platform.
0: Yeah. So, um, my which is better is is it Fall Guys or Among Us? Now, obviously, I have we both have more time with Among Us. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're both very simple, and obviously. I feel like it's an unfair comparison when you...
1: I mean, they're completely different games. They're
0: completely different, but I still think it's a fair comparison in the question of which do you get more... I don't know if tension's the right word, but like... I guess tension is the right word. Like, as you like, like when we were playing, especially when we were playing together, there's a couple times of Among Us, and I'm purposely blaming you, knowing it's not you. Yeah. And you're like, no, fuck this. There's, you're a, like,
1: <laughs> there's a lot of griefing in that game. <laughs> there,
0: like, the griefing aspect, the psychology in, and the, the fuckery in Among Us is like all the way up here.
1: Yeah. Like, you can grief and Fall Guys, but you're not going to win griefing.
0: You, you'll fuck yourself up more. And honestly, the griefing is so. I feel like all they would need to do to make the griefing better in, a, in Fall Guys is a push mechanic instead of a pull. Oh, yeah. One push mechanic. That would be
1: some dick shit right And all there. of a
0: sudden, the game would be much better griefing, because especially near the falls. Um, Fall Guys, I look at as... I can't really say it's skill-based. It might be timing-based a little bit, but it's really... There is a, a huge element of luck if you know the levels, if you know this. Yeah. It helps you. Among Us... It doesn't matter what you are, even if you're a grace. Among us, you don't have to play the game at all. No, not like you could do nothing, and you can get all your fun out of griefing or whatever. Um, or you can do
1: nothing and like still be sneaky enough about it,
0: and fucking people just think you're not the guy. Yeah, and when you are the guy in Among Us, there is such a satisfaction of like. Who you gonna kill first? If you're playing with your friends, you know you're going after them first. Yep. Um, and there's that moment in Kick Among those fuckers Us.
1: fuckers right out of the game.
0: <laughs> you know, there's that moment in Among Us when you go into a room with somebody else and you know you're not the killer. You're like, oh fuck, am I about to die? Like, there's such a, a tension. Whereas I never felt that tension with Fall Guys. I always kind of felt like this is just a fucking. Me- this is kids in a sandbox. Yeah. Like it's it's just goofy ass fun. Um, and not the old E-Bombs World video. Do not look that up. I don't even know what that is. I don't want to know what that is, Jim. Brian, are you aware of sounding? Sounding?
1: Ooh, are you in for a tree, Jim,
0: I didn't know rule. Uh, <laughs> fuck, wait, wait, <laughs> don't say later. it. Don't say it. Fuck, Go- what was the rule? It was rule. You forget already? 36? Close, 34. 34, okay. Um, so I guess my question is, I don't even know fun... I guess, yeah. Which one do you have more fun with playing so far? You know what?
1: I was going to say, just to, for the overall which is better, I think for me, probably Fall Guys I'm going to go with. And, I mean, it might it might help, to be fair. It has, you know, shiny new toy aspect going on. Sure. But I feel like this is a thing that I can play like and just randomly pick up and play down the line and still have fun with. Where and and like I don't need to be as invested in like it's a game I'm more likely to keep going back to where among us I played for like two months and I was like yeah, this is fun and then like after a while you're either good at the strategy or you're not whereas <laughs> pardon me whereas <laughs> Fall Guys I am a goddamn mess of a human being <laughs> whereas with Fall Guys you have um. You know, there's the luck base that you said too, but it's also you're still playing more of an actual game with it's it. It's an
0: actual game. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I'm like you. If you go, and there's
1: sometimes we're like even on the first level, like there are just sometimes I just cannot get out of a thing of falling. Yeah. And, and then like I fucking lose. I'm like, God
0: damn it! Like I'm better than this. I. You know what it is? Maybe I tie my f- experience more with
1: your fun is torturing me.
0: It, it is so much fun, and it's also. It can just, you can decide, like, I 90% of times, you anyone who's watched me stream, it doesn't matter what game, if I'm playing Dead by Daylight, if I'm playing any game that requires teamwork, I kind of get fun out of, like, I want to be the one that completes the most shit. So I was always the one among us, like, I'm actually doing the jobs. I'm like, I'm not trying to politic and all this bullshit. But there were some times I'm like, I'm going in here and I'm just trying to fuck over. like so- And there was something deeply satisfying about Bluffing out somebody <laughs> like when you get someone killed, you're like, "Oops, sorry." Like I didn't. Yep. Know. Like there is something. It, it's like playing poker, and when you bluff and you get it, you go, "Ooh, I want to chase that feeling."
1: Yep, that is. A and hide. eventually,
0: it gets you, and you go, "Fuck." There's also the other end of that, which is. Someone blames you and is bluffing you and you're like, no, I'm the fucking one. And you know, they're the killer. And then I purposely wait till the end. I'm like, you fucking idiots. I told you it was him. Yeah. Like there's that aspect too. Whereas fall guys, there's none of that. It's more, it's as much as it is a group thing. It's it's so individualistic where you're like, like Jim said, you could just get an unlucky loop and just keep getting hit. And you're like, well, this is fun. It's more of a game, but it's like I don't it's more mindless. There is a lot more thinking required for Among Us. So the highs are higher. Yeah, there's no relaxing with Among Us. No, no. There there definitely isn't. So I don't know. I tend to go for more experiential. Is that a word? No. Now it is. So, no, now it I isn't. I go for more experiential. You <sighs> can uh, Google it. I'm gonna put it in Wiki tomorrow.
1: <laughs> you better put midges in there then. <laughs> Bring that back.
0: So, yeah, I, I don't know, uh, but I do see what you're saying. Like, the Among Us experience can probably only be summed up in so many things. Like, are you griefing this game? Are you doing the objective? Are you the killer? Like, there there's levels. It's really only, like,
1: three ways to play. Yeah. Where, to be fair, with, like, even though you have that tiny bit of griefing in Fall Guys, the only real way to play is to play the game. You just so. play
0: the game. And then, at the end, like, you can watch.
1: And there's not, like, a ton of different maps in the game either, even after mm-hmm. all this time. So,
0: well, that's why I said jokingly, but I said our buddy Lucas, like, he was always, he got number one or number two almost every, but he knew the maps. Like, I was like, how many times you play? He's like, I lost count a long time ago. He's played the game so much. Yeah. You could tell on maps, like, he knew exactly where to go. And I feel like when it gets to that point, you go, oh, well, then it could just get kind of boring. Like, if you just know, then you know it's just like one little slip up. You're like, okay, I just don't win this time.
1: Right. Maybe that's why it Burnout is the meme game too.
0: Yeah. So... I don't know. I I go with Among Us cuz it's experiential. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I I do have a lot of fun with uh excuse me, with Fall guys. I will say I definitely want to make sure we get another stream in yep. with our viewers. Yep. But I also want to get in with Among Us. Okay, and we all have to keep getting Jim kicked off. God, damn it! <laughs> every and I know time. it's gonna happen. too. Every time I know it's gonna be that team up.
1: <laughs> Jim, how many times did I get you kicked? <laughs> Fuck, we're gonna have to learn how to use goddamn Discord to do it right. <laughs> can't just do it with text. It'll be even funnier when we're all talking to each other too. Yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. <laughs> we'll, we'll use that never
1: use uh, talk channel in our that's Discord. That's
0: even on Xbox too. So if we get enough people on Xbox. Oh yeah, true. So yeah, I don't know. We want to hear from you guys. What do you think is the best, or not even the best? Which is better to you, among us or Fall Guys? As I said, it's not compatible. It's not comparable when you say that uh, Fall Guys has actual gameplay mechanics, right? Obviously, but which one do you have more fun with? Is a real question here. So Chambers, uh, I'm, I'm glad we're hitting
1: these hard-hitting 2020 questions already. Hey
0: man, <laughs> it's a it's a two-year gap. We're like the people from Lost. We've been lost. Yes, we have been lost.
1: I I had nothing for that.
0: Pootie Tang. $10
1: to your people. Make it happen. No, no, make Jim watch. I already have to watch the fucking room, so you give me goddamn pootie Tang.
0: Don't you dare do pootie Tang. Tang. I refuse.
1: No, in my luck, someone's going to make me watch fucking Fahrenheit all the way through.
0: Do hero. Do hero twice. (laughs) I've already... uh, do it again. Maybe
1: 15 years will make a difference.
0: (laughs) So, Chambers, obviously, the the beer of tonight, Fat Tire.
1: The main beer of the night, yeah. Yeah. Super solid amber ale. You're not going to go wrong with it.
0: Yeah. So with that, we want to say thank you all so much for watching. If you are, please make sure you hit the notification. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, hit the subscribe button. If you leave us a five-star rating, regardless of what you say, we will respond, even if you want to bash us. So with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, guys.